My name is Ruth and I'm from the UK. I first met John Paul II along with thousands of other people back in 1982 when he visited the UK, it was the first ever visit by Pope. I was got up by my mother in the middle of the night and stuck on a train and then a bus along with my elder brother and then we sat in the middle of a field hemmed in like sort of sheep in pens miles away from the stadium in which he was celebrating mass but after the mass he came round the fields in his mobile. I was only 12 years old and hadn't any euphoria for the occasion but when he came past in the mobile, that was it um, the Holy Spirit was obviously doing his stuff as it was the Feast of Pentecost something moved me very deeply and I've loved him loved him very very much ever since my next meeting along with over a million other people was at World Youth Day in Denver in 93 and I then also went to the World Youth Day in Paris in 97 and they were such joyous joyous occasions to be with a man we all love so much who had such hope in young people and such a love for life and such courage and exhorted us all to not be afraid and to to seize the present and to walk into the future with Christ and not to be afraid of anything. That definitely had a big effect on what I then chose to do next. Went and joined him in Rome for the Eucharistic Congress in the Jubilee year where it was very moving seeing him lead the Corpus Christi procession when he was already so frail and quite curled up but still so strong and still giving such fabulous teaching. I love him for all that he was, for all that he believed, for the way in which he lived his life and for all that he wanted to give and share of himself with the church, with all of humankind and all of this he did having totally given himself to Our Lady to serve her son Jesus. So, yep, whenever I wished I'd been around in an easier time, I think, no, nope, I wouldn't have had John Paul II as my father and Pope. So, JP2, I love you. I'm finding it very hard to have to stick to just one quote, but I've decided to go with a quote from his first encyclical he wrote, The Redeemer of Man, which was written within four months of him being elected as Pope. It's like it just sort of bubbled up out of him. Thinking of that, I remember meeting a cardinal that said he was like a volcano, always so full of ideas that were bubbling over and was at least three steps ahead in his vision than anyone else. Um, so I could rave about him for ages, but instead I'll give you the quote. So um, it's quite a long one. Man cannot live without love. He remains a being that is incomprehensible for himself. His life is senseless. If love is not revealed to him, if he does not encounter love, if he does not experience it and make it his own, if he does not participate intimately in it. 
This is why Christ the Redeemer fully reveals man to himself. If we may use the expression, this is the human dimension of the mystery of the redemption. In this dimension, man finds again the greatness, dignity and value that belong to his humanity. In the mystery of the redemption, man becomes newly expressed and in a way is newly created. He is newly created. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. The man who wishes to understand himself thoroughly and not just in accordance with immediate, partial, often superficial and even illusory standards and measures of his being. He must with his unrest, uncertainty, and even his weakness and sinfulness, with his life and death, draw near to Christ. Father, be not afraid.